the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, yes, Jack Wagons, Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed another edition of the Feed 5 Podcast, NFL Divisional Round Edition of the pod. We're going to rock and roll through some of our favorite picks in the NFL postseason. Uh, action going down on Saturday and Sunday. Lundy's going to try to drop the puck and make some bucks in the NHL in bonus time. And I'll have some NBA plays and in college basketball as well. But with tickets in hand, let's go ahead and hop aboard the Honk Honk Plus Bus, Lundy. Uh, what is your favorite wager? Plus 100 odds are greater, me amigo. Maybe it's in the NFL. Maybe it's somewhere else. Let's try to make some moolah. Well, I talked about this on yesterday's pod. I think this weekend's going to be very chalky uh, mm. when it comes to the divisional round. So I'm going to throw a couple out there for you that you can decide to have fun with here on the Plus Bus. I mentioned this yesterday. If you take all four favorites, meaning all four home teams, over the course of Saturday and Sunday, uh, it's come down a little bit. I took it earlier this week at a plus two. I got it at like plus 260-something. It's now down to about plus 230 ish if you want to go straight chalk just money line now mm. sitting here locally in denver brad uh as you know uh there is a general uh, respect and yet hatred for one patrick mahomes um and so <laughs> if you are nervous about the idea that patrick mahomes has uh, not lost in the divisional round uh he's been at home folks uh but if you have a little bit of nervousness about that, you can actually take Sunday night's game out of the chalk and simply go with Baltimore, with Detroit, and with San Francisco, and you can still get that at even money, plus 100 as of this morning. So if you want to take the last game out, maybe you're a little nervous, little Andy Reid, uh, you know, he's trying to steal your combo meal. I, I don't know if you're a little worried about all of that, but... I do believe this weekend is going to be chalk, and there's a lot of ways that you can do just straight money line and put that together and get yourself at plus odds. Got a couple other ways we can play it that we'll talk about in bonus time, but that's where I'm going to start because that's where I have been since the lines came out on Monday night. I believe this weekend is chalk. Uh, do it for the Nuggies, uh, Sandy Reid would uh, recommend. Uh, and I'm going to do it for the Nuggies as well on this uh, little uh, uh, action you can find right now at ESPN Bet. I'm on raw, 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 raw. The Sun God, I believe, is going to torch the box score. Give me him for the most receiving errors against the yarless Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, best odds again in the business at ESPN Bet at plus 115. You shop around, it's minus 115 at DraftKings. So tremendous value there. And let's add a little bonus time, bonus time. Uh, if I feel he's going to lay the game in receiving yards, uh, take him on the over the alt market, 99 and a half on those receiving yards. Also plus 115 at ESPN. But unfortunately, ESPN, bet you can't parlay these together because they're related, but individually still worth uh, firing off on, in my opinion. Amon Ra has been crushing it here down the home stretch. Uh, clearly the alpha dog in this uh, aerial attack of the Daytua Lions. Going to see a lot of Christian Aijian in coverage out of the slot, who's allowed a 76.5 uh, catch percentage, 101.3 passer rating to his assignment.
defense out of the slot. So that is an area of vulnerability for the Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa as a collective number 14 at pass EPAD since week 10. Uh, they really uh, you know, r- ramped up their overall defensive game, but uh, at least a dozen wide receivers have gone for 92 yards against them. And again, I only need eight more for him to get to the century mark, which he has done in Four of his last five games, over a five-game stretch, last five contests, he's totaled 50 targets. So a guy that's probably going to get another 10 to 12 looks, uh, probably another at least seven receptions there in the box score for Detroit. Got to be the apple of Jared Goff's eye. So pull it all together. I'm taking Amon Ra, St. Brown, most receiving hours of the game, plus 115. Also, the over in the alt market, 99 and a half yards. Also, plus 115, both at ESPN Bet. With those bets on the board, let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Numero Cinco here on the countdown on this SGP and come with me. And there's going to be uh, numerous SGPs on the countdown because that's how I like to rock and roll. Let's go with something that correlates, synergizes, and brings it all together. Josh Allen, anytime touchdown, which means it's got to happen on the ground. And the Bills to win straight up. So the Bills on the money line. Yeah, put these two together at ESPN Bet. Oh my gosh, let me work the shoulders and get seduced by that juice. Plus 195. You do this uh, comparably in some of the other books, uh, you're giving up probably 40, 50 cents on the SGP. So ESPN Bet, uh, bar none of the best odds in the business. All Josh Allen freaking does is score touchdowns on the ground. He's done it in 12 of his last 15 games including in the wild card round last week, uh, punch one in for six. I think it's going to be more of the same. He's averaging 7.8 rush attempts per contest uh, over his career in the postseason. Uh, it's probably going to be at a minimum eight rush attempts. Could be as many as 10 to 12. Why? Uh, you look at Kansas City. They were one of the most aggressive pass rushes in the regular season. Number two in pocket pressure rate. So that's going to lead uh, Allen to run opportunistically or on some design scrambles as well. Maybe he'll sprint away for another 50-yard touchdown like he insanely did last week at the wild card round. And I know there are a number of people out there, some sharp-minded gamblers that are all on Kansas City. I ain't buying it. I know the Bills I have some injuries in the linebacker core. Uh, that is worrisome. Uh, but this team is still firing at all cylinders right now, offensively and defensively. And Kansas City has been largely suspect in in red zone situations and also largely suspect defending the run. Uh, the drags the cake nearly and rush EPAD over the last seven weeks. So it could be a heavy James Cook game. And again, Josh Allen on the ground. And again, I think he is going to get across the chalk and get a six-point score and hopefully a cash for me as well. So on this SGP, Luddy, Josh Allen, anytime TD, and the Bills to win there on the money line, plus 195 at ESPN Bet. Good, sir. Better follow. Uh, big fan of this one. Take it. Uh, just cash the ticket, man. You know he's going to call his own number when he gets down towards the goal line. I love the Bills on the money line, and this is what you've got to do in almost all of these games. You're going to see this as a theme over the course of Brad's uh, Fade 5. Yes, I did actually look at what the Fade 5 was before we started the pod. I don't normally do that. I, I just I, I was up early, uh, and by early, I mean like 4.45. Uh, and so wow. I was up early. I had nothing to do. I was bored, and I was like, oh, I should go see what Brad's picks are. 
and so I saw it. So I kind of saw what we've got going. Plus, this is the kind of stuff that you've been doing. This is a smart way to be able to play when the game is so one-sided when it comes to the spread or the money line, which we are seeing in this game. We are seeing when it comes to uh, Green Bay and San Francisco. Uh, we're seeing it between Tampa and Detroit. You're looking at all of those as basically touchdown spreads. So what do you do? You try to find that anytime touchdown score, you pair it together, you get yourself to plus odds. This one just happens to be a whole lot higher than I would have expected it to be at the plus 195 at ESPN. Bills Mafia, break some damn tables. Number four. Numero Quattro here with a fade at five countdown divisional round of NFL playoffs. Give me the CMC football factory. Gonna make you sweat. Bop, 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 baby. Uh, yeah, hopefully not uh, too much uh, on this prop. I'm gonna take the over 18 and a half rush attempts available right now at DraftKings at a minus 115 juice. You'll get CMC in the regular season. He went over in six games and under in the other six contests. Elijah Mitchell may get a little bit more work as we've seen him ramp up uh, the snapshare here the last couple of weeks uh, but fresh off the first round by I think he is get the get the ball early and often he averaged 17 rush attempts flat per game of the regular season single whopping 76.3 percent of the opportunity share for this 49ers franchise Green Bay Still a performance last week, offensively and to a certain extent defensively. Uh, but recall, since week 10, including that effort a week ago against the Cowboys, they're number 20. That's it. And rush EPA defense still beatable on the ground in the regular season, uh, and including last week as well. They've only allowed five running backs to tote the rock at least 19 times in a game, giving up 22.9 rush attempts per game overall to opposing running back units. Still, in what should be a positive game script, I feel, I know everybody, the great-grandmother is on Green Bay. It's like over 70% of the public tickets at BetMGM firing off on the pack. Uh, but I think they're going to be humbled and cut down to size by San Francisco and a guy that's going to come in and sold away the clock late in the fourth quarter and seal the deal on the victory and advancing on in the NFL postseason is the football factory in Christian McCaffrey. So, Lundy, I'm taking the over 18 and a half rush attempts for the best bar none running back in the National Football League. Got minus 115 juice at DraftKings. Good serve, fade or follow. Uh, this one I would actually stay away from. And the reason why is because I think this game could get out of hand and therefore he is standing on the sideline holding his helmet. Ah. Um, that is actually what has me nervous in this one is the idea that we get into the early to mid fourth quarter and he is no longer needed and there's no reason for him to be on the field. I think San Francisco is going to run away with this game. Um, mm. I, I don't think Green Bay has got a chance. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, for example, I'm all about San Francisco. Give up the points. I don't even care. They're winning this by double digits. So, uh, w with all of that, with the way the public's on green Bay and oh, you know, who knows what's going to happen. They're playing on house money, blah, 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 blah. Uh, folks, there's a reason San Francisco is favored to, uh, get the Lombardi. Uh, coming up here in three weeks. So I, I, the only reason I don't like this, Brad, is because I do believe this is going to be a very favorable script for San Francisco. And because of that, I could see CMC wind up with 16 or 17 carries. So for purposes of this, I will fade, but it's actually not a bet that I'm going to touch coming up on Sunday. Please stay somewhat competitive, Green Bay! 
number three. Uh, numero tres. Uh, let's stay in that game, uh, but a different name. And on the other side of the action there, and I'm going to go with Jaden Reed on the over four and a half receptions. Oh, look at that plus money again. Plus 145 there at ESPN Bed. Now, I know Reese's Bias is a hell of a drug, and Reed did jack and squat uh, in a thumping of the Cowboys last week, but it's all about schematics. Uh, you look at uh, the opposition here in San Francisco, they do run a lot of zone, uh, but even if they play some man defense, I think Reed is going to be lined up in the crosshairs, especially if Jordan Love and friends are scoreboard chasing as Lundy uh, fearlessly is forecasting. So I think uh, Reed's going to be a busy man. This could be a eight, nine, maybe upwards of a 10 target game. Uh, you get look at Lenore out of the slot. Uh, that is a primary DB in those situations for San Francisco. He's given up a 75.7 catch percentage and 97.7 passer rating. 18 wideouts caught at least five balls in a game against the Cold Banners uh, this year. And you look at uh, Jaden Reed. Yeah, he had the zero receptions clunker last week in Little D. Uh, but uh, in four of his last regular season games, he went over this number three times. A guy that finished the NFL regular season number 22 in route win percentage. Uh, easily getting that separation. And number 31 and catchable target percentage as well. Why? Because he runs a lot of quick, slant, short routes, uh, very uh, highly completable action uh, from Jordan Love to Jaden Reed. And I think that's going to be front and center in this game. And a lot of it, honestly, could come in garbage time. So to recap, to recap, Jaden Reed, give me the over four and a half catches, plus 145 at ESPN Bet. Lundy, fair to follow. Oh, this one makes me nervous, too, although I do think the script is going to lean into it. I just am worried you're going to get hooked. Captain Hooked. On and I think you're going to wind up finishing with Reed at four. However, if you believe the script like I do, then you take these plus odds at ESPN Bet. We're going to be talking about uh, a, a couple of plus odds fun ones that I think we can play with in bonus time. I think, that look, the, the, the fewer games that you've got, the more you've got to get creative in how you bet. Um, because you don't have as many choices, you don't have as many players to be able to uh, get down with and hopefully cash some tickets. So get smart about how you do it. Look for some value. I do think there's value here. I am really worried about the hook, but at plus 145, I'll take the chance. Oh, leave me in the green on catches, Jaden Reed. Number two. Numero dos here on the feed at five countdown and SGP. And uh, unfortunately, this one is at minus money. And I'm going to add a third leg after explaining the first two, if you want to get it at plus odds. And I built this, uh, and I forgot to uh, display that on the screen, at BetMGM, if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, but the, the two-legger, give me Baltimore minus two and a half on that old spread in their matchup against the Texans. Give me CJ Stroud under 274 and a half pass yards uh just those two legs minus 110 now again if you want to get greedy and you want to add a third leg take houston under 27 and a half team total points and you get that right now like plus 105 plus 110 thereabouts at bed mgm but speaking specifically this two-legger uh i think baltimore is going to come out and they're going to win maybe in convincing fashion much like san francisco in the NFC, uh, you look at Baltimore, uh, a team uh, that was top five in EPA pass defense 
down the home stretch uh, since week 10. Uh, you know, they've got the strong quarterback play, even without Marlon Humphrey, even uh, without maybe a potential uh, body or two in that secondary. I still think they're going to shut down C.J. Stroud for the most part. Remember Stroud in that first game way back in week one. I know that was an eternity ago, uh, but he had over 40 chucks in that game and only finished with 242 yards against the Ravens. Uh, the only two quarterbacks have gone over 274 and a half yards against Baltimore this season, Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. Then you look at the splits of C.J. Stroud, a guy that's got some like disassociative identity disorder a little bit in a statistical sense. Uh, say that 10 times fast. Uh, but you look at Stroud on the road. He's only completing, yeah, okay, 60.6% of his passes. Uh, I really shouldn't say only as a qualifier. It's actually pretty decent. But a 6.9 YPA compared to 8.8 at home and a passer rating of 85.1 compared to to like over 100 at home. So a different quarterback, especially when dealing with the elements, and they will likely play a factor in this game. Game time temps expected to be around uh, 20, 29 degrees. Uh, there in Baltimore, the wind speeds sustain consistent winds around 15 to 18 with occasional gusts over 30 miles per hour. So difficult defense, conditions at play, Again, looking at the splits of C.J. Stroud, I don't think he gets to 275 yards. And, yes, I feel the Ravens are going to win by at least three points on a Justin Tucker boot. But I think, honestly, they're going to cover the nine and a half. And as I mentioned on third leg, I love the under two on 27 and a half points for Houston. So on this two-legger SGP, Lundy, Baltimore minus two and a half on that old spread. C.J. Stroud under 274 and a half pass yards, minus 110 at MGM. Good, sir. Pay to follow. Did you just run out of space or something? Add the third leg and get the plus odds, you freak. Uh, all right. What a wait. Come on. Why are talking? Quit being lazy. Jeez, come on. Get it up into plus odds. Houston's not scoring 28 points. No, not against Baltimore. It's not happening. It's just, it, no, it, it's not going to happen. I like Baltimore with your minus two and a half. That's a smart play to be able to do, although I believe they win by double figures, just like I believe San Francisco does. There you go. Thank you. You fixed it. You got it up to plus 105. boy. You got to stop. Quit being lazy, Brad. You got to do the work for the peeps, okay? You got to do the work for the people uh, and show them what your bets actually are. Love this one at plus 105. Like the idea of doing it on the alt spread, and I don't think CJ gets to 275. So this is one of my favorites. Oh, you want to get to plus money? Damn it. Twist my arm. Number one. Numero uno on the divisional round edition of the feed. Five podcasts. Oh, you guessed it. It's a mandatory Montgomery selection, you jackals. I'm going to work at a little SGP because, again, uh, we got to get seduced by the juice. Uh, Lundy demands plus money because he's a greedy son of a bitch. So on this SGP, mandatory Montgomery, anytime touchdown. And, again, let's correlate, synergize, and bring it all together. I say Detroit gets the win against the visiting Tampa Bay Yard uh, Buccaneers. So Detroit there on the money line. Mandatory TD, Detroit money line, plus 149. I'll work the shoulders again and gladly get seduced by that juice at ESPN Bet. 
Uh, you look at Mandatory Montgomery in the regular season. He finished number five in red zone total touches. Remember, he missed a couple of games due to injury. 13 of his red zone touches came directly at the goal line. Uh, he has uh, scored a touchdown eight of his last 10 games, including last week on 15 combined touches, 68 total yards, and that TD score. Now, Tampa... Uh, due to some dude named Vita Vea, they're a bunch of man-eaters in the trenches. They only allowed seven total touchdowns to the running back position in the regular season. And since week 10, including last week's playoff appearance, they're number 10 in rush EPAD. Still Detroit, number 11 in uh, run percentage rate. Uh, so a team that, uh, whether it's with mandatory, Gibbs, or both of them really, when they are sniffing the chalk, those guys are getting the ball with the big uglies up front being an elite offensive line, maybe run a little bit off tackle away from Vita Vea and cross a chalk for six so we can score a cash. So to recap on this SGP, mandatory Montgomery anytime touchdown and the Lions to get another playoff victory plus 149 at ESPN Bet, my number one play on this Friday edition of the Fade Five. Lundy, don't you dare fade me. Fade or follow. Was there anything more obvious than this, folks? Uh, it was, was like anything? minus 5,000. This was going to happen in the pod no matter what. This is like Brad's <laughs> automatic go-to bet. Give me Montgomery for a touchdown and Detroit on the money line. Um, it's it's automatic for him. This is this is boring. Move on. Oh, okay. Uh, in other words, he's following me, people. Yeah, I am. I'm Thanks just. For his I, words. This was like you should have done this at number five just to get it out of the way, and then put something else up. Just you know, just get. You know, just just get it out of the way. Just be, you know, just be done. Like just like in a movie, Brad, the best friend is always going to die. So just get it over with in like the first 20 <laughs> minutes of the movie so that we can move on to the actual storyline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. All right, it's time for a plot twist. It's bonus time, bonus time, whether in the divisional round, the NHL, college basketball, another ridiculous late upcoming this weekend, or the NBA or somewhere else, Lenny, Aussie Open action. I know you're a huge fan of the fuzzy ball sports. Give me some picks somewhere because I'm uh, likely going to lose units on the fade five. Are you? Uh, we're talking about fuzzy balls now? What? It, uh... Yeah, yeah. What in the hell happened? You know, this used to be a respectable podcast. No, it never um, was. <clears throat> yeah, actually, that's true. Uh, let me uh, let me get a couple of plays out of the way that is for action this evening, and then I'll get back to the football this weekend. But let me give you a couple that you can act on and hopefully build up some bankroll as we go into uh, as we go into the weekend. But let me start off on the ice. There's only four games on the schedule tonight, but there's a couple of them that I think you can play. And in particular, we are going to go down to America's Wang and talk about Florida. Uh, yesterday, it was not the Rays playing the Twins. Uh, but Tampa beat Minnesota seven to three. Okay. And now the wild have to turn around and do it again against Florida. Uh, they're going to take on a Panthers squad that has actually lost three in a row. But if you've been paying attention prior to that, they were on a nine game winning streak. And I believe they get back on the winning ways uh, this evening against Minnesota in part because they're licking their wounds after getting their asses kicked by Tampa last night. 
but also because Minnesota is 2-7-1 and one over the course of their last 10 games. Uh, it's really ugly right now for the Wild, whereas Florida could have Alexander Barkoff back tonight. Keep an eye on that because if he is back, then I really like this bet. But we're going to do two of them here. Let's take two plus odds plays that we can roll with. We're going to start off with Florida on the puck line. That's right. Give me the Panthers minus and a half. You can snag that at DraftKings right now. Best odds in the biz at plus 135. And then we're going to zero in on Sam Reinhart, who right now is on an eight-game point streak. He has points in every game since January 1st. So he is on fire here in the month of January. And in fact, part of that point streak, in the last two games, he actually has two shorthanded goals. Like, this guy is flying up and down the ice right now and is doing everything for Florida. But because of that... His point total, things like that are jacked up. I don't really like the juice, but you know what I do like? Plus 165 is what you can get him at for a power play point. Why do I like it? Minnesota has the fourth most penalty minutes in the entire National Hockey League, so they can't stay out of the box. They're on a second night of a back-to-back, which means you're talking about tired legs. We tend to see more penalties happen when that is the case. Guys are chasing. You wind up with the hook. You wind up with the trip. And you wind up with two minutes in the box. The other reason I like it, Minnesota is the worst penalty kill team in the entire NHL at 71.3%. That is dead last. So if they give Florida the opportunity on the man advantage, Sam Reinhart will take advantage of it. So let's continue his point streak. I say that he makes it nine, but I say that it happens on the man advantage. He also leads Florida with 20 uh, power play points this season. Pretty impressive. 16 of those, by the way, are goals. Uh, so he's getting it done, firing it into the back of the net. So I really like Florida on the puck line and really like Sam Reinhart for a power play point. Uh, looking at Detroit and Carolina, um, expecting low score in that one. Take the under on the six and a half. I am not touching New Jersey and Columbus because, frankly, I do not trust either of those two teams. And then you've got the Islanders and Chicago. Chicago lost last night at Buffalo three to nothing. Remember, that was the one that had to get moved because of the weather that was taking place on Wednesday in Buffalo. So they wound up playing yesterday. So what does that mean? It means the Blackhawks now have a back-to-back. They had to travel back home, and now they will take on the Islanders at home. Uh, I would put this together in a couple of different ways. I didn't pull the numbers on this, but you can find it, and you'll wind up likely in plus odds. Give me the Islanders on the money line, and give me Chicago to stay under three goals. I just don't know how they're going to score. Right now, that offense is anemic, and they're waiting desperately for Connor Bedard to come back, the rookie sensation, and they need him because right now they can't score, it seems, without him. So a couple of plays there that I like. You can parlay those together into an SGP. Again, Islanders on the money line, and give me Chicago to stay under on the two and a half total goals. All right, let me uh, have some fun with you with the weekend divisional action. I already told you that I like the chalk. Um, If you want to get creative, um, for example, again, you can take the Buffalo and Kansas City game out, folks, if you don't trust it. I do. I think Josh Allen finally gets it done, and I think the home is done. However, if you take that out, you could take uh, Baltimore, San Francisco, and Detroit, all of them minus two and a half. Alt line it. Minus two and a half. All they got to do is each win by a field goal. That one is plus 138. And then, and then you want to really get crazy? Okay, fine. You don't trust Buffalo. You don't trust Josh Allen. I don't know why, but you apparently don't trust him. 
You can take those three teams that I just mentioned at minus two and a half, each of them to win by at least a field goal. Then take Buffalo plus three and a half. Just don't F it up and keep it within three points. That takes that four-legger up to plus 216. Um, I'm keeping an eye big time right now on uh, on Mark Andrews yep. because of the fact that uh, you know who is absolutely terrible against the tight end position. Uh, let me guess. It is a team from H-Town. Yes, that is correct. Houston gives up the most yards to the tight end position yep. of team in the NFL this season. They give up 6.6 catches and almost 67 yards per game. I don't care if it's Andrews or Likely, but right before kickoff, I'm putting together something with one or both of those dudes because Houston can't stop the tight end. Okay? Um, Likely, remember, three touchdowns in his last two games, and one of those was with Huntley under center, for crying out loud. All right? So even if Andrews doesn't go, they've got a capable tight end in Isaiah Likely, I would be paying attention to both of those guys. How about some mistakes, Brad? You know what happens when you are in a negative game script? You throw some stupid passes. Give me Jordan Love to throw a pick. Give me Baker Mayfield to throw a pick. Put both of those together. That is a plus 155. Crazy throw in C.J. Stroud. That takes it to plus 309. You want to get really crazy? Throw in Patrick Mahomes. Plus six. 50 if all four of those dudes throw picks. Mahomes has 14 interceptions on the year. That is the most he has ever had in a season in his career. And by the way, makes it three seasons in a row that he has had double figures of INTs. Sometimes he's forcing stuff and you got to – he makes me nervous. And who knows? Out of all of those guys, take Jordan Love, for example. His pick could be a Hail Mary at the end of the half. Who knows? I just need an interception. But I at least like it on the baseline of Baker to throw a pick and Jordan Love to throw a pick at a plus 155. couple more for you, then I promise I'll shut up. Give me Lamar Jackson for 54 yards rushing in Baltimore on the money line. That's another one of those ones to get creative. You can take that at Caesars at a plus 100, an SGP for you on Sunday afternoon. Give me Sam Laporta to have 35 or more receiving yards. Give me Cade Otten to have 25 or more receiving yards. Again, this comes back to teams that are susceptible against the tight end position, and both of them are. Tampa and Detroit are both up in the top 10 in terms of yards allowed to the plus-size target. So again, Laporta at 30. For 25 more. That SGP at the MGM plus 170. And then as we're talking about potentials with interceptions and all that kind of goofiness, how about we do this one, Bert? I'll leave you with a fun one plus 310 odds at MGM. I'm a half unit bet on this. Take Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield. Give me one INT and one passing touchdown for each. Let me see a little digit and eat those columns for those guys. That is plus 310 at BetMGM. All right, we are way over time, so I will decide to yield the floor to the gentleman who has bad internet in the basement of the United States. Yeah, or it could be Lundy having bad internet. It's one of us. I have no idea. He was kind of breaking up on me. He sounded a little bit romantic. So make sure you follow his spreadsheet picks at Nate Lundy on the X, where he's always trying to give it to you if you missed some of those selections. A uh, little team, Huevos Parlay Play. 
for me of the day. I'm not going to give any context because I got to get rocking and rolling. I'm just going to read it off. SGP style, Josh Allen, eight or more rush attempts. Rashi Rice, five or more catches. A lot of zone defense here for Buffalo. He's got to tear him up. I just need five catches. Travis Kelsey, do the same damn thing. Five or more receptions. Dalton Kincaid uh, could really go off in this game. Three or more catches. And James Cook, two Dump down receptions. That's it. So to recap, Josh Allen, eight or more rush attempts. Rice, five or more catches. Kelsey, five or more catches. Kincaid, three or more catches. James Cook, two or more catches. Plus 307 there at ESPN Bet. Elsewhere. Uh, in the NFL division round, uh, I kind of like Amar Jackson over on just standard rush yards. Grabbing at 51.5 at FanDuel of minus 114. He is averaging 91.8 rush yards per game in four postseason appearances. Uh, is it the over on this number seven times or the entirety of the season? Again, Houston top five in pocket pressure percentage of any NFL defense in the regular season. Uh, yeah, they've allowed no running backs or running quarterbacks, I should say, to go over this number. But I think Amara Jackson's got to put it all on the line and get it done on the ground. More mandatory Montgomery because you demanded you jackals. Give me the over on rush attempts, 13 and a half. He's done this in four of his last five, including last week in the wild card round against the Rams in which he had 14 totes. Uh, right around 53% of the opportunity share of the regular season. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs got to uh, see some uh, you know, ample work in this game. Uh, Detroit, again, number 11 in rush run rate uh, in the regular season. Uh, Tampa allowed nine guys to go over this number over the entire season. I just need 14 balls of belly. And again, I think Detroit will be in the lead late. So the way the clock with mandatory as a result on that. All right, let's get NBA play on the board on this parlay at plus 140 odds at BetMGM. Give me the heat on the money line, taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Give me Jimmy Butler and his emo hair, five or more rebounds, and give me Tyler Hero. Don't you know you were my hero? Yeah, two or more made threes from him. Uh, all three of those legs hit. Uh, again, plus 140. Uh, Atlanta has uh, really fallen off here. Uh, in fact, the last five games against the Heat, they're just one and four straight up. So I think they're going to lose this one yet again on the road. Atlanta's also got over the 10 mo- the most opponent rebounds per game. Butler has got at least five boards and five his last seven. I think he gets at least five tonight. And then again, Hero has gone two or more made threes in 10 of his last 12. He's averaging 8.4 jacks from distance in the month of January in Atlanta. They have allowed the eighth most opponent three pointers made per game. So to recap, Miami money line, Jimmy Butler, five more rebounds, Tyler Hero, two or more made threes plus 140 there at BetMGM. And then last and certainly not least, uh, let's go to the Mountain West Conference. A very interesting game uh, going to be played uh, in uh, Fort Fun, and that is between Colorado State and UNLV. And I'm going to live in the middle on this SGP. Give me CSU with the money line. Uh, give me UNLV at plus 16 and a half. And give me the game under on the all total 155 and a half. And that is plus 110. Uh, both are excellent offensive teams, especially Colorado State, number four in the country, EFG offense on the season. Uh, excellent at home uh, as well offensively and very susceptible defensively. Number three, 28 EFGT in those matchups there at Moby. But it's all about pace of play in this game. UNLV, number 300 in the country, adjusted tempo. 
Colorado State, they really don't run a whole lot either. Number 251 in tempo. So a lower possessions total. And that's why I feel this game's going to be around uh, 148, 149 at most. Fingers crossed. Throw the fact, too, that UNLV is just number 112 in the country in EFG offense on the road. And I think this three-legger against CSU Moneyline, UNLV plus 16.5, and the under 155.5 at plus 110 at bet MGM cashes. I am out of breath. We are out of time. Alundi is frozen on my screen. I have no idea. Uh, if he is a uh, Han Solo and Carbonite, or maybe a penguin uh, just kind of frozen in the snow. Uh, regardless, uh, please do me a favor. Oh, he's moving again. Uh, drop us a rating and a review. Uh, would you kindly also fade or follow us on the X? We're always trying to give it to you. Uh, Lundy, I'll host free spreadsheet picks at 8. Lundy, I'll do the same damn thing at Noisy Huevos. For this stunningly gorgeous Nathaniel Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always. Feed or follow, that is up to you.